Hello, welcome to On the Spot Thought, where the only thing premeditated is the topic at hand. I'm here with Joanna Lynn. Today we're going to be talking about traveling and resting. Now, Joanna, you had um, you had a job with the airport this summer. You want to tell us what that was like? Yeah, um, so it was definitely an interesting experience um, working at the airport here where we have. It's a very small airport, so we don't have any... Um, here in Manhattan? Yes. Here in, okay, can I say where we yeah, are? Yeah, I don't you know. Like, okay. <laughs> so here that. in Manhattan, the airport that we have is small. We get seven flights a day, no connecting flights. You're coming here and you're to stay. You're not connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not like a major hub that they use to route traffic through. Um, so it was a definitely an interesting experience. The people that I met there have their own interesting sense of humor. Yeah. Um, it's very PG-13, I'll say that <laughs> for sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> definitely not anything that I would like to take part of uh-huh. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like actual like traveling and stuff like that, I yeah. did get to do a lot of traveling this summer. I recently, like I saved all my boarding passes and I laid them all out and counted them up and I've been on 17 planes this summer. Wow. It's, it was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Um, traveling is something that I love to do. Um, I made the mistake of going to New York City with someone who I did not know yeah. A guy who I didn't know. Okay. And hated the entire experience. <laughs> that sucks. Um, but loved the city. Yeah. Hated the experience, loved the city. Yeah. So needless to say, I don't think I'll be traveling with strange yeah. men anymore. Yeah. Yeah, New York is it's one of those places where it's, it's very busy and there's a lot of stuff going on. And if you're with someone that you're also just, you don't know very well, navigating that could be stressful yeah, and not great was he someone you worked with mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he still works there too oh, okay and that's fun i hope he never listens to this but it's a little awkward it's it's doubtful that he will but <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just it's just a little bit awkward yeah but we get through it i don't work with him very often yeah for a specific reason um which sucks because he was the one who got me the job in the first place wow that's uh but... cold <laughs> yeah. you know me <laughs> you know me so, so you said the the humor is very PG thirteen. Would you say that that affected your mood at work at all, or affected your work in any way? I don't think that it's necessarily affected my mood mm-hmm. necessarily, because it is like it is funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I do laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it like most of the time it puts me in a good mood, but then it doesn't put me in a good like mindset outside mm-hmm. of work like I tend to think like that when I'm outside of work and you know yeah. the circles that we run in um that would be very frowned upon yeah um yeah. so that's that's been kind of a little bit difficult for mm-hmm. me just to like get back into the like I guess you know, the Christian mindset if yeah you want to say that. Um, yeah and and you know there's kind of a there's a both end where um you don't want to envelop yourself around that, but at the same time, you don't want to just just distance yourself from that crowd entirely because mm-hmm. they they're not always like terrible people. That's just how they grow. They grew mm-hmm. up. They grew up with that kind of vocab and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's just what they use. And mm-hmm. some of the people I worked with were very expressive with their words, but uh, they were they were good people. Just that's just mm-hmm. that's just how they grew up. 
Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, back to traveling. Yes. When you when you travel, who what would you say you're you like to travel with most? Would you travel with family, friends? Um, what's kind of a, the pros and cons to each of those? Um. So I've traveled with. I would say there's like three different types. You can travel alone, friends, and family. Yeah. Um, and I've done all three this summer. And you did the fourth one, strangers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, strangers. <laughs> okay, so all four categories. Let's go through them in detail. In detail. Strangers, don't do it. Big no? <laughs> well, that's all we'll say about that. We won't talk about categories. Okay, okay. okay. Family, um... I traveled to Nicaragua this summer with my family for a missions trip, mm-hmm. which was amazing, phenomenal, awesome. Yeah. All those, like, super descriptive words. Uh-huh. Um, that was it, really fun, mostly because um, with my sisters, we'd never been out of the country together before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was awesome, just seeing them get to, like, experience a new culture and experience... Mm-hmm. Um, a more like a third world country. Um, I would say that I bonded a lot with my youngest sister, or not my youngest sister, sorry, sorry, my middle sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so the pro of that would be, you cu- you know them already, you've lived with them, you grew up with these people, mm-hmm. like they know exactly what you need and how you live and like your life bathroom habits and stuff like that so it's really easy to travel with these people Mm because you know them the con would be that it's also really easy to get mad at these people (laughs) because you live with them and you know their habits (laughs) and you know what they do so you know it wasn't perfect we yelled at each other for sure um i tried not to get upset with them because we were also with other people too Uh but um and then my father is an amazing human being and he's so helpful at so many things yeah but he's also so so at so many things <laughs> i'm not sure what the adjective would be he's great yeah we didn't stay in the same room so it was fine oh okay but yes yeah. so pro is they know you con is they know the, yeah. you <laughs> kind of it's, it's a double-sided yes. coin there yes they, um yeah. traveling with friends is so much fun um, I, that would probably be my favorite, traveling with friends, because yeah. you're not allowed to get mad at them. <laughs> so you just kind of have to internalize it yeah. all, and when they're being annoying, you're just, they're, it's fine. They're friends, okay. so there's they're a little friends. more leniency yes. there. Yes, Um, I would say that with friends, you laugh about a lot more, mm-hmm. and you have a lot more inside jokes with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, like last year when we went to the fair, yeah. like I would say that would be us traveling together. Uh-huh. Um, that was probably, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, big group travel was really fun. Um, the most traveling I did with friends this summer was just like with one here and there. Um, so it wasn't like a big group, but I would definitely say traveling in a huge group of friends is the way to go. Yeah. As expensive as that is, it's the way to go. Um, yeah. So pro of that is you just have a lot of fun, a lot of inside jokes uh-huh. that you come back and make all your other friends jealous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then con of that would be you're not allowed to get mad at them. Oh, yeah. So. So kind of branching like off a couple of those things that mm-hmm. you had said, um, why do you think it is that uh, we don't internalize that anger with family, but we do with friends? Um, why do you what, Why do you think that is? I think because we're afraid of offending people. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know that with my family at the end of the day, they're my family yeah. and they're still required to love me by law. <laughs> by law. They're required to love me. Yeah. If like, 
if I make one of my friends mad, they're not required to love me mm-hmm. by law. Like, they could say, you know what? Screw you, too. I'm yeah. leaving. And, you know, like, uh, maybe that's not a good, like, yeah. mark of a friend. Like, if, you're, mm-hmm. if your friend's going to leave you because you make them mad, then yeah. that's not a good mark of a friend. But but I kind, of, I kind of see where that's coming from with family. I mean, if you if you get in a fight, you get in an argument, I mean, you're still going to come back together at some point in the future, whether mm-hmm. that be a family reunion or some kind of family event. So you're going to see them later, no matter what. And so those those um, that bond can continue to strengthen despite mm-hmm. all these arguments where, especially in an early friendship, if you are continually getting arguments, they just might not hang out with you as much anymore or just mm-hmm. kind of distance themselves yep. a little bit and it's a lot easier to do that with friends than with family mm-hmm. um, now I guess I guess in some ways do you think do you think it would be better for us to internalize some of those angers with family or do you think it'd be better to externalize some of those frustrations with friends I think it would be better to externalize them with friends yeah um because then that could, like, even improve the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is something that I don't like that you're doing. Yeah. Can we work on that mm-hmm. at all? Even in, like, relationships, too. Yeah. Um, not just friends. Um, but then there's always the risk of, you know, me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I guess if you follow the path of a relationship, right, you have, you have a friend who you hang out with, and mm-hmm. then you internalize all that, and even early like relationship you're going to internalize most of that stuff mm-hmm. but as you get further and further along the relationship mm-hmm. which is in a way getting closer and closer to a family setting mm-hmm. you're going to externalize more and more of that yeah. i think an important thing with externalization is that you don't do it in an aggressive manner which a lot of people tend to go to an aggressive manner mm-hmm. and i'd say most people do in some way shape or form it's hard to be frustrated and then sit down and be like hey yeah. this is frustrating me is there something we can do about yep. this? As opposed to, hey, <laughs> I don't like it. what you did. Stop. <laughs> Where if you take an aggressive tone, they're going to take a defensive mm-hmm. tone. Mm-hmm. And that just never helps anything out in yep. the end. That was yep. really far off topic from no? what we were talking about. That's but great. That's how conversations work sometimes yeah. at time. But <laughs> yeah. Well, like... Like, going off of that, like, with my sisters, I would just yell at them, like, flat out, like, yell at them. I would never yell at any of my friends unless I was, like, way, way, way up here. But I've never yelled at anyone before, so. And and I I don't really get mad at people very often the only person i can remember getting mad at is my younger brother i don't i don't don't know what it was but just but i think i think the cool thing about and i don't i don't know if this was if you had this with your siblings but with my siblings we'd get mad at each other but there was a very quick cool down time um i don't know if that's siblings or just being guys you know some in some way shape or form but uh i remember there's one time I was having an argument with my brother. Like, I got home from sports, and he was playing video games, and it was Friday, and I'm like, Hudson, it's my turn to play video games. And he's like, nah, man, I, I'm i still playing. There's this, just, just like the whole, Hudson was like, I hate you. And I'm like, why? And then I left, and then I think it was, it was like an hour and a half, two hours later. Mm-hmm. I opened the door of the basement, and I'm like, hey, Hudson, you want to go toss the football around outside? He's like, yeah, sure, why not? And then we tossed the football around in the backyard. Yeah, I think there's a difference between brothers and sisters. Yeah, I think that's the big difference. This didn't personally happen to me, but I, my two younger sisters, Bridget and Claire, mm-hmm. 
one time, so Bridget's older, and uh, Bridget can, at this time, Bridget can drive, and she can still drive. Anyways, mm -hmm. um, so they were at track practice, and Claire had done something to make Bridget very, very angry, and so Bridget just left Claire there and drove away. Literally wow. drove away. <laughs> wow. And that's, I like my mom is telling me this story like, because I was already here at yeah. school, and my mom is telling me this story, and I'm just like, I would never, <laughs> like I would put Claire like I yes I've gotten mad at Claire many times before, but if that situation had arisen, I would put Claire in the car and I would drive off with her, and but we would just be mad at each other yeah. in the car, but I wouldn't leave her. Yeah. So that was a very extended like being mad at yeah. someone. I don't remember how the situation. Wow was resolved mm -hmm. but i was just like what? yeah what <laughs> <laughs> it's always different for different people so there's yeah. no there's no set in stone way but that's that's crazy <laughs> yep so oh yes personal travel personal pros travel? and cons of oh, traveling yeah, yeah, yeah. by yeah. yourself okay so pro of traveling by yourself is you can do what you want you can go wherever you want you're on your time you don't have to be wa like watching out for mm -hmm. anyone else you just have to be watching out for yourself can't get mad at other people exactly when you're you can, you by can only get mad at yourself which you shouldn't do you're a lot more lenient with yourself though you're like ah. you know <laughs> i missed that train ah, it's fine i'll catch the next one i'll be late yeah. okay no one else no one else mind fantastic <laughs> um so I, I tend to get, um, like when we're in a new city, I am very like, I, I like to think of myself as directionally gifted. Yeah. So when I'm in a new city, I always like have to orient myself. I'm like, okay, here's where I need to go. Boom, boom, mm -hmm. boom, boom. Okay. So here's where we need to go. There when for instance, when we were in New York city, I was traveling with this stranger mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, we need to take the train uptown towards the Bronx and he was like no we need to go downtown towards the Bronx yeah and I was like you can do that I'm gonna go uptown because <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> that's yeah. where we, and I don't remember I don't know if it is the Bronx maybe it was somewhere else but we yeah. definitely needed to go uptown but mm -hmm. he was saying we need to go downtown and I was like no okay so you know like a map of New York City yeah. pretend it's on a wall yeah here's up and here's down <laughs> <laughs> we need to go up Uptown. Uptown, yeah. So, yeah, I just get very angry when people don't... Yeah. Aren't directionally I, as good as I am, which is, like, something I need to work on personally. Yeah. I think I think that's funny you use the term directionally gifted. I tell people I'm directionally challenged a lot. Uh-huh. And just... I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I've, I very much zone in on the on what I'm doing at hand. And then when you're, when you're in a car with other people... A lot of times you're talking with them mm -hmm. or when I'm driving I like to listen to music mm -hmm. and so I'm paying attention to where I need to go but I don't necessarily remember the route that I'm taking so it just I I never know which way is which way is which and it was funny one time I was I was joking about this with someone I was like yeah yeah I'm, I'm just I'm directly challenged and they're like I'm so sorry <laughs> and I was like no, no like <laughs> Like it's not, it's not an it's issue. Not it's not a disability. <laughs> I'm just not good with directions. I'm not gonna be covered they, by the government because. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were, they were just. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like it's, it's fine, but, but yeah, but that's also why I just I don't usually 
I, I don't usually take a lead on something unless, like, if I organize the event, I will sit down, memorize everything I need to know about it, and mm -hmm. then I can take lead on mm -hmm. that. But otherwise, I let the, the more gifted people <laughs> take, like myself. Take, yeah, like yourself, take control of a situation mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yep. The con of traveling by yourself, though, is that it's really boring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't have anyone to share those inside jokes yeah. with you. Um, when so I went to Chicago by myself mm -hmm. a couple of days ago and um I like I like to say I'm directionally gifted but my uh, I'm only directionally gifted when my phone is working oh oh so Google Maps is directionally gifted right, right, right. But, like it, I, it wasn't working to the point where like I couldn't orient myself in the city oh yeah so it took me once I got off the train it took me probably like 25 minutes to find the beam the, you know what I'm talking about? Like the Chicago yeah. bean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's called Cloudgate. No, it's not anywhere close to a bean. It looks like a bean, but it's called Cloudgate. Okay. Anyways, I finally found it, and when I found it, I was like, this is literally like two blocks from where I started, but I walked yeah. up and down <laughs> and around. It's like, and then I was talking on the phone with my mom, because uh -huh. within like within like 25 minutes of my plane landing. I didn't tell my mom I was going to Chicago by myself because I knew she would freak out because yeah. I'm a female and yeah. females, it's harder for us to travel mm -hmm. by ourselves. That's the other con. Yeah. Um, so within 25 minutes of me being on the ground in Chicago, I get a phone call from my mom that's like, what are you doing in Chicago? Why aren't you in Kansas anymore? <laughs> mom, it's okay. Are you by yourself? Yes, I'm fine. And so while I was on the phone with my mom, I walked past where I needed to go. So uh, the same thing as you. I was very focused. Yeah. I'm trying to calm my mother down. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I, that was, I don't remember why I started telling that story. Yeah, yeah. But that is a con of traveling by yourself. Yeah. It's pretty boring. Yeah. But Chicago was great. I yeah. loved it. I'd go back. Yeah, it's cool seeing those mm -hmm. locations, but like if you see like a funny sign or something, you just you like, and then you turn and they're they're not uh -huh. there, which is kind of a downside. Uh -huh. But yeah, but that unrestraint is also quite nice. Yes. Which and if you have like a really close friend, you can also almost feel that lack of restraint in a way mm -hmm. because you know mm -hmm. each other so well. Yeah. Kind of keeping the same topic, we'll come back to it in a moment, but moving on to the the resting portion, mm -hmm. where do you best find your rest? So how do you, like, say mm -hmm. you have a long day, or maybe long days energize mm -hmm. you or whatnot, mm -hmm. just kind of where you at on that spectrum? Uh, long days do not energize me. Okay. They drain me. Um, I do like to be doing things, like I like to stay busy. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I like feeling productive, like today, for instance, I yeah. was very productive. Um, but I am definitely looking forward to going back to my room uh -huh. after dinner and just sitting there and watching some Netflix for yeah. a little bit and yeah. eating some chocolate. <laughs> That's very chocolate. important. I have to eat chocolate in order to rest. Yeah. That's a, that's a necessity. If you so, don't have chocolate, you just can't. Uh -huh. Yeah. No. Yes. So that is my, I have to, you know, I have to rest. I also have to, I don't know if you would consider this rest, but like when I wake up in the morning, I have mm -hmm. to have an hour of time, like an exact, almost mm -hmm. an exact hour before I can um, get myself together and start mm -hmm. my day. So like if my class starts at 930, I have to get up at 830. I can't get up at 915 and walk out the door. Oh, yeah. So. You kind of need that. Is Do you think that's more of a mental preparation time, or is mm -hmm. that just a going through the motions? It's 
definitely mental preparation, but it's also like me trying to wake up and get yeah. like find my brain again yeah. <laughs> after it's been asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So I would call that rest too. Uh huh. Resting for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I just woke up from sleep, but. Yeah. No, I I can get that. I I kind of have a similar way. I I. I kind of see it. I have a, I have, a, I have an energy gauge, mm-hmm. and so I'll wake up in the morning. That energy gauge, depending on what happened yesterday, let's assume it's full in the morning. Now I go out to my classes. That doesn't usually take up too much. Social interaction usually takes up a whole lot of my energy. Because mm-hmm. um, growing up, I wasn't real great with just being super, super out there and communicative, and so I, t- I put in extra effort to do that. And so it's I, it's been awesome, but also it just seems to drain the bar more and more. So if I'm out all day with people, or if I've been working all day, it kind of lowers that gauge. And so mm-hmm. say day one, I have a full day, I'll probably get down to about 50%. And I'll, I'll feel pretty good because it's been a productive day, and mm-hmm. I'll go to bed and wake up the next day. But just sleeping doesn't refill the gauge, so I'm starting the next day with 50%. And then if that goes on, I'll just be running on fumes by the end of the week. And so my, my kind of rest is sitting down in a chair doing nothing productive, but we, whether that be watching TV or playing a video game or just writing or reading or something like mm-hmm. that. Just, just kind of me time. I call it a mental break. Yep. There's, there's like a physical rest, which is what you do when you sleep mm-hmm. at night, but then there's that mental break that yep. I need to refill the gauge. Yep. But also the other side of that coin is when I get to 100%, I don't want to sit around anymore. I'm, I want to use that. There's nothing more that I get from resting, and so mm-hmm. when I was just sitting around the other day, I had nothing to do, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know what it is. When I'm at that hundred percent, I, I have no desire to do anything within the house by myself, and there was no one here, so I'm, mm-hmm. it's, it's well, that's, there, there were people here, yeah, but you just didn't I did, reach I out. Did not, well, I reached out to a couple of the the people that mm-hmm. I knew were here, mm-hmm. and then they weren't available, and so. But it's really that stare at the wall mentality. Yep. <laughs> like yep. I, I think I literally was staring at a wall for like thirty minutes because I'm just like, <laughs> what, am what am I supposed to do? Because yeah. at that point, watching TV or anything mindless like that feels like a waste of time. Like mm-hmm. I'm wasting my time right now. I need to do something. <laughs> so staring at a wall is more. Productive. <laughs> it, it feels less like wasting your time in a way. <laughs> and I think that's part of what culture has grown up. Like you grow up and they're like. Stop watching TV, go read a book, go outside, go play. And so they kind of instilled that that's not, it's not the best thing to do with your time or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they still yeah. have that with video games. It's like, you're playing video games? You, no shooter video you games. You nerd. Yeah. You're going to go shoot up a Walmart. <laughs> violence. Yeah, the whole violence thing around yeah. that. We're not going to get into that. But <laughs> No, let's not. I don't know enough. <laughs> yeah. But. So when you've like so you've had this like long busy theoretical work week mm-hmm. right so how long does it take you to like sit and like watch TV until you're back to one hundred percent so like there was a so I'm gonna do one of the one of the last weeks of the summer kind mm-hmm. of kind of real empty gauge that whole week we had worked like ten plus nine or eleven plus hours each day that mm-hmm. entire week and so that meant work go home eat shower sleep essentially Mm -hmm. for that whole week and so Friday night I would get home I'd eat dinner with my family and then I would sit down do nothing for like three hours go to bed but and then I'd wake up the next day and I would need a good chunk of that next day to like fully to like fully recover so I could 
that next day I could sit down and do nothing for the entirety of the day and just to recharge. And then that Sunday I will start to kind of, mm-hmm. I can still do it for a bit, but I wouldn't do it all day. Yeah. So it, 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 so a good 48 hours. A, a good, a good yeah. 24 to 48 yeah. hours is what it takes to refill it. But anything more than that, and I can't do it. But hmm. yeah, so interesting kind of interesting how that works. Dawson. Yeah, interesting things about Dawson Bailey. But <laughs> it's a. I also like for me. I don't know how what you do with rest. For me, I don't want to rest until everything I've done is complete. And what go along goes along with that for me is I don't want to eat supper because I see supper as what you do right before you're doing nothing for the rest of the day. And so I don't like to eat supper until I'm done with everything else. Mm -hmm. And then there's supper and then there's resting and doing nothing. And so like throughout college, what it's mostly been supper has been like at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock just because I'm, because it's like six o'clock and that's Mm -hmm. supper time, but I have homework to do. I have things to go to and I don't want to eat until I'm done with all of that. And so lunch is at a consistent time each day, but then supper is not till I'm done, at least if I have a say in it. So, yeah, when do you most like to rest? I would say at the end of the day, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm still stuck on the you don't eat until... Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm just still stuck on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to... Like, I'll mm. eat a snack or something, but I won't eat the meal until I'm pretty much done with the day. At least since in college, I am the one dictating my meal, so yeah. that's, yeah. that's, when, yeah, I, that's when I do it. But, but then that doesn't that result in, like... Maybe like a 1 a.m. bedtime or something like that. Sometimes, yeah. 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 Yep. Interesting. And, yeah. See, I need that, like, like you say you snack, but like, I need that for like, that food for mental fuel. Oh, yeah. Like, do you watch Parks and Rec? I did. I didn't watch the whole thing, but yeah. Well, there's an episode where um, Chris Pratt's character, Andy Dwyer, goes, um, I don't remember the context of the episode, but he's talking about how he's like, did you know that your food becomes energy? And he like punches marshmallows. He does another thing and he's like, potatoes. Or like, that that was my dinner or something like that. So like, that's that's how I look at it. Like I need this food to like, and ever since I watched that episode, I'm always like, okay, what food am I using as my energy now? Um, but that's the way I look at it. So that's just very interesting that you don't eat until after you're done. Yeah. You don't find that, like, you're starving and then you can't focus on your homework? For me, rather, it's more of a motivating factor. There's something at the mm. end of the tunnel. So it's like, I have dinner after this, so once I get done, I can eat dinner, and so that helps me to focus more on my okay. work. Whereas, mm. if I eat dinner beforehand, what I'm thinking during work is, all I have after this is sleeping. <laughs> and... As much as I love sleeping, yeah. it's it, I get more enjoyment out of eating dinner most of the time. So, mm. so yeah, that's it's kind of like a kind of like a carrot on a stick kind of an idea. All right. <laughs> or that's where that's yeah, where I'm headed. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. that's kind of how I how I see that. I kind of like that actually. Yeah. I kind of do, but unfortunately, as a person who is governed by a dining hall schedule. Yeah, yeah. I cannot do yeah. that. And I'm sure when you lived in the dorms, you yeah. also could not do that. Yeah, but I couldn't do that back yeah. then. But I do like the concept of like knowing that you have nothing else mm-hmm. left for the day. Mm-hmm. That's why I enjoy morning workouts is because I'm like, great, I've already got my workout done for yeah. the day. I don't need yeah. to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I I think definitely I like to rest at the end mm-hmm. of the day too. Yeah. However, I 
still have the ability to watch TV even when I've got a 10-page paper. Yeah. Write. You know, it's not great. Yeah, it's, it's not great. <laughs> or I'll, like, want to watch TV, but I'll, like, watch it and do my homework at the same time. I can't imagine. Does that actually work out for you? It has. Okay. Before. Okay. Um, when I'm doing, like, I can do it when I'm doing math because mm -hmm. it's not any reading. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that was great. My, like, first two semesters of college, I took two math classes, mm -hmm. and I had homework in both of them, so it was really easy. I'd just come back to my room, turn on some friends, and do my homework. Um, I do it a lot during finals week, because most, like, I have a really good long-term memory, but not a very good short-term memory yeah. for facts and schoolwork and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So when I go to review stuff for finals, I'm normally like, oh yeah, I kind of already know this. Like, I remember talking about this and I remember the overview of this. Mm -hmm. So I can do it really well during finals. Um, I once watched All of Friends in one finals week. It, you know. <laughs> All of Friends? How many seasons is Friends? Ten. Ten. Is there even okay. enough time in a week to do that? I don't know. Maybe it was more like <laughs> it was. It was a large, large friends. Oh yeah, I remember goodness. getting a text from Kemp and being like, "What are you doing right now?" And he like followed it up with like, "Please don't say watching Friends." <laughs> and as you're watching Friends, as the screen is illuminating your face, you're like, "No, <laughs> no, I'm not." Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, that Friends is my go-to because I've seen it so many times. It's just kind of like background noise at this yeah. point. Um, where did we start with this? Uh, we were talking about resting to some extent. Okay. So, but to kind of branch off your Friends thing for a moment. Uh -huh. I, knew, I knew a girl back in high school who had seen The Office nine times within, I think it was two or three years. Oh, my God. Just all the way. I... I couldn't believe it. I, I was. She's like, I'm watching The Office. I was like, How many times have you seen The Office? She's like, This is my ninth time. And I was like, Ninth time? It, it's probably more by now. Yeah. I, you know, if you think about it, she's probably watched it at least four more times. I okay. mean, yeah. Two years. How many years has it been since you last talked to her? Uh, probably about two-ish years. It was probably. I, I asked her that. Times. Yeah, eighteen. <laughs> Double it. <laughs> Man, it's it's crazy. Like after you've memorized just mm -hmm. about every line in a TV show, how do you still watch it? Because you said you've seen Friends a lot. Uh -huh. Well, I haven't memorized no, it. Okay. Yeah, it's I guess Friends like... is forty-minute episodes. And... No, they're twenty. They're twenty. They're the Man. for the thirty-minute. I really should get caught up with Friends. Yeah. <laughs> but, some yeah. people like it. Some people don't. Yeah. If it's not your cup of tea, that's yeah. okay. I'm not gonna like yell at you for yeah. not liking Friends. Um, I can see watching The Office like nine times through because it's very mindless there's yeah. not a lot of plot there's not a lot of like there is character development yeah. but it's not like it's mostly quips and yes. jokes and mm -hmm. stuff like that i knew a dude who had watched game of thrones no four times no game of thrones in two years and that's like not something that's mindless right you have to pay attention yeah, to no, the plot and everything like intense. that intense and then like at the end this was my freshman year of college. Yeah. Over Christmas break, like towards the end of Christmas break, he was like, yeah, I started reading them, reading the books. And I was like, okay. There's, there are other shows out there. You know that, right? 
That's I crazy. Like, okay, he just liked it a lot. He spoiled a little bit of it for me, and I was like, <laughs> that's fantastic. fine. No, that's cool. <laughs> Whatever. It's good. Yeah. But yeah, four times for Game of Thrones. And that's... I think at the time, it had been, like, he had watched it three times through in, like, a year and a half. Just, I mean, why? Like, is there... Well, here's what he did. He watched it through once, and then I'm pretty sure he liked it so much that he watched it again. And then, which, you know, that's reasonable. I would have understood that. And then he started watching it with one of the girls who also lived on my floor. Okay. So they were watching it together. Okay. Um, so then they watched it all the way through. And then the new season was getting ready to come out. Oh, he wanted to refresh. And he was like, I'm just going to rewatch the whole thing in order preparation for the new, the new and last season. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I feel like you got it down, buddy. <laughs> I think you know what's going on. <laughs> I watched it one time through, and I probably I still haven't seen the last season, and I probably will never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't finished it. I only watched like two seasons. I mean, I, <laughs> I have a thing where I like to, fe- I like to start a lot of things, but I just don't end up completing mm-hmm. them. You know, mm-hmm. just just with game shows, not game shows, but like games. And- Shows, yeah, yes. two different words. Uh-huh. Very important yeah. that yeah. that jellyfish like dynamic. Boy, friend, <laughs> two different words. Boy and a friend, they're two separate words. They're not the same thing. Oh, or jelly and fish. I don't know if you've seen that video on. <laughs> no. That's a tangent. Okay, let's stick with the topic. Let's stick with the topic at hand. So, so with kind of resting and traveling, would you say you can rest while traveling in any of those? Four um, different four ways different of traveling. Um, not with strangers. Not with strangers. That's super stressful. <laughs> um, but you can do it indefinitely in all three of the ca- other categories. Yeah. Um, like, I would say that you could do, like, probably my ultimate, like, rest vacation would definitely be a spa. Yeah. Spa weekend. Um, like, I would even just do it with my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my mom. I would travel with my yeah. mom. Um, I actually wanted to go to Mexico with her this summer because, yeah. you know, working for the airport, you get some <laughs> benefits there, you know, yeah, yeah, free flights. That's, it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. It's good. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so I definitely think you can rest uh, on a nice beach in Mexico. Um, but you also have to, like, because my form of resting is, like, watching Netflix, and, and, which is, like, not even, you know. Um, because that's my form of resting, when I go on vacation and rest, I have to change what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not really, like, productive for me to go and watch Netflix in my hotel room in Mexico. You know, I'm in Mexico. I want to, like, see it a little bit. So my form of resting in Mexico would be like sitting on the beach reading a book. Yeah. Because then you're on the beach, you're still like seeing the scenery, experiencing the people and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I think you can still rest while you're traveling. You just have to change the way you do it. Yeah. Do you think you've gone on very many vacations or traveling excursions where you've been resting or you felt rested during it? Mm-hmm. And what's an example of one? you care yeah. to share um 
right before I went to school, my family and I took one kind of like last hurrah vacation Mm -hmm. together. Um, We went to Bonita Springs, Florida. We, one of my mom's best friends owned, owns a a condo down there. Mm -hmm. Um, In this old retirement community. Like it's a really nice condo, but you know, people go to Florida to buy nice condos. They're Mm -hmm. generally retired. Yeah. Um, so we were down there for 10 days it felt like a really long time but by the end of the week i was like you know what like all we did was drive around go to different beaches sit Mm -hmm. on the beach and then go home and sit around and watch tv so i definitely felt very rested Mm -hmm. after that vacation um except (laughs) i also went to disney world while we were there yeah and i was there i went with a friend and um because he happened to be in Florida at the same time that I was. And he was like, hey, you've never been to Disney World. Let's go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. We left the house at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I didn't get back to our condo until 3 o'clock the next morning. Dang. Yeah, it was, we did all four parks in one day, like, walked, like, 14 miles, yeah. 30,000 steps. It was insane. So that was not a restful day. Like, it <laughs> yeah. was fun. I really enjoyed seeing it seeing Disney World because I'd never been there before, uh-huh. but that was not part of the restful vacation. Yeah, I can't, I'm sure there are some people out there that can feel rested at Disney World, but I have not met such a person mm-hmm. because that's, that place is just always packed. I think it's crazy how often yeah. that's just, how it's always you spend, packed. You spend so much money to fly down there, stay in their hotels, get their day passes, whatever, like... Mm-hmm. Probably two hundred dollars for a day pass or something. It's ridiculous it's, like yeah. that, and you can't even see like everything in one day. So mm-hmm. it's not even like you're getting your money's worth out of it. Like yeah, it's cool, and I would definitely recommend the Avatar ride. Well, we waited in line for two hours and thirty five minutes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's to ride just on the new Avatar ride. Like, is it worth it at that point? I mean. For the Avatar ride, (laughs) yeah, it was really great. Like, I would have definitely waited in line for another two hours just to do it again. But for any other ride, no. Yeah. I think it's crazy because it doesn't feel worth it, and yet people still do it for every ride, just about every Mm -hmm. ride. That's just astounding. Yeah. And the people who say that Disney World is only for little kids, that's also not true because Disney World is for any age. There's stuff there for any age. I liked the, uh, there's a section in the, I think it's in the Hollywood area. I'm not exactly sure what it's called. Yeah. But it looked like, like, uh, straight out of a movie from the 50s. Huh. Or just straight out of the 50s, I guess. It doesn't have to be from a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really cool. Like, I like stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you pretend you're in the 50s while you're in 2017. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. So. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, not a sponsor. <laughs> not a, but, uh, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, I, I haven't personally been to Disney World. We went to SeaWorld when I was really young, but uh, funny... <laughs> it's a random funny story about SeaWorld. So I was... I had to have been like seven or eight. I was really small, and I was terrified of heights. And there was this one ride where um, you go through this dark tunnel, and then you come out, and it's not... It's not that steep, but it's a pretty steep fall. It's mm-hmm. like a water ride, and then it splashes you with water. 
Well, I was terrified of that. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. And my dad, my my dad, trying to you know expose me to different things, not have me trapped in fearing heights my entire life, was like, you're gonna do this, and you're gonna go on this ride. I was like, I don't want to go on this ride. I want to go on this ride. And he's like, we can go on that ride after we go on this ride. And I was like, okay. And so I got on this ride, scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and I get done. I'm like just super terrified and I was like can we go to this ride now <laughs> he's like no we don't have time we have to head out and so we had to leave and I oh, was, no. I felt so betrayed I was like but he said <laughs> and dad you said I was like you said I, <laughs> I still I still bring it up to him every once in a while he's like you, <laughs> you were scarred as a child weren't you I was like, yes I was <laughs> it wasn't as big of a deal it's not anything big but it was just I thought that was hilarious I just straight up lied to but what childhood memories are bringing most trauma to yeah. your current life <laughs> my dad lied to me he lied to me he told me but it's good I mean nowadays I'm not I'm not terrified of heights I'm not a huge fan of heights but uh, but yeah has it started oh. yeah it has oh okay <laughs> so <laughs> So, back to a moment on traveling. You travel a lot, it seems like, or at least recently. Uh, what was one of the one of your favorite places that you've gone? Like, this summer specifically, or in my entire career of traveling? Uh, let's do entire career. Okay. Um, I would say... <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Don't worry, you're not the only female to be distracted by me. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> my favorite place was probably London. Yeah. Um, I just I really liked the vibe that London gave. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I went there when I was sixteen years old, so it's been a long, long time since I've been there. Yeah. I plan on going back. Yeah. In the spring, super excited. Um, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. An ecstatic um, house in here. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of background noises. Sixteen-year-old <laughs> um, me really liked London because sixteen-year-old me was obsessed with One Direction. Oh, okay. So that was the connection that yes. brought it together. Yes. And I was so hoping to see them when I was there. Of course, I did not. But I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. It's okay. I'll have my mom over yeah. these days. Um, but all, like, joking aside, London is a beautiful town. There's this area called Kensington, which is, like, the Kensington Palace. Yeah. The area where all the royals live. Um, but the houses are just, they're all white, and they've got, like, black doors, and Mm -hmm. then the black, like, fences, the wire fences. Yeah. I don't know, metal fences. Yeah, yeah. The black metal fences. And they all just look so neat and so, like tidy and together uh-huh. and like you just wouldn't even know that they're hiding like a plethora of scandals probably i don't know i've probably. seen a lot of like british movies <laughs> like love actually I, we don't know but, for sure but yeah, they could uh-huh. um but i really like the architecture yeah um it really helps that they speak english mm-hmm. so that really helps they do drive on the other side of the road which is actually a bucket list thing of mine to drive really? like 
where I'm like sitting in the passenger seat, but I have a steering yeah. wheel. So to drive on the left side of the road. Very dangerous bucket list yes. idea, but yeah, I you can do it. Yeah. was working on signing the contract today for the study abroad program for K-State. Uh -huh. And one of the things is like K-State strongly discourages driving in another country because of different traffic laws. And I was like, you strongly discourage it, but you don't prohibit it. Yeah, yeah. It's so... I don't think I'm old enough to rent a car in England, mm -hmm. but maybe I'll make a friend who owns a car who will let me drive. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say my only connection to London personally is I have a Lego set that I got when I was okay. 13 or 12. It's a massive Lego set. I think it had like over a thousand pieces. It was just absolutely massive but it was it's of the london bridge and so that i really enjoy that bridge i think it's mm -hmm. really cool and so i have i have that it's hanging over my bed in my house is the london bridge the one that can go like this mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's pretty sweet for those <laughs> for those listening it can it rises in the middle it like comes apart so that boats can go yeah. under it no. I realize you all can't yeah. see my motion. Can't see the motion. It's actually a high tech microphone connection. Ah, just, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So your phone is gonna when you're listening to this, your phone is gonna bend in half. <laughs> I to show the motion. That would that would be a real shame. I don't know if anyone would listen to it at that point. No. But but yeah, well. Thanks for thanks for coming out, Joanna. No problem. Yeah, I was, enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good conversation, pretty pretty standard but but yeah i hope you have some fun traveling in the future yeah and some good rest to, yes. <laughs> i plan to rest this yeah, evening yeah afternoonish. Yeah. yes yeah resting it's it's important mm -hmm. it's important mm -hmm. and i guess i'm gonna be forced to rest for the rest of the evening as well so yeah that's okay i can i can live with that yeah. well you can hang out with uh Gummy down there. Ah, yeah, gummy. <laughs> gummies, plural. Down gummy, there. all the gummies, the all whole the gummies. gummy family. Mm -hmm. And uh, McLeod will probably be back from band he camp should. eventually. He, uh, last time he came back from band camp, it was like one in the morning. Yeah. Well, band camp ended at ten thirty, and then he went to somewhere. Those band kids, they they're crazy, almost crazier than the jocks. <laughs> almost crazy. <laughs> almost, not quite. Not quite, but it's almost. almost. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll no we'll see you at a later time. Mm -hmm.